0: Um, And I think often uh, people assume that you need hundreds of thousands, millions of data points to, to be able to make sensible decisions, and actually that's not often the case. From Inform, this is Buzz IT Talk, a show about tech buzzwords, trends, and the stories behind the
1: hype, helping you go beyond the buzz. G'day guys, and welcome to episode two, season two of Buzz IT Talk. I'm your host, Matthew Wittemeyer, and today we've got something pretty special for us. It's our very first BuzzIT Talk Brief, a shorter episode that focuses on a relatively new buzzword, and that buzzword couldn't be more appropriate. Today we're talking about small data. To contextualize small data, I want to open up with a quote from an American-born author, John Steinbeck, who's well before my time. Um, But I had the pleasure of reading uh, some of his work whilst I was in high school. And it's from his 1969 book, Travels with Charlie, In Search of America, that he presented a quote that's resonated with me for the better part of the last 15, 20 years. It succinctly captures this sense of dualism that opposites give meaning to life. What good is the warmth of summer without cold of winter to give its sweetness. I encourage you to let that quote sit with you whilst today's guest, Nick Chubb, takes you through the concept of small data. Do you want to
0: go ahead and introduce yourself? Yeah, sure. I'm Nick Chubb. I'm the head of growth at Intelligent Cargo Systems. Uh, we develop technology that helps ships to uh, decrease their turnaround time in port essentially using using uh, digitalizing a lot of the processes that are currently paper-based on ships and using the data to uh, improve decision-making. I um, actually worked for a startup completely outside of the shipping industry uh, here in London uh, where we built a, a hiring platform for software engineers uh, and then um, from there decided that actually there's a huge opportunity in shipping just because of the size of the space and also how... Uh, Archaic, uh, a lot of the industry processes are um, to 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 change how the industry works. So went back into the shipping industry. Um, so I, I've gone on a slightly uh, roundabout path, but um, but here I am. Yeah. So big data as a as a concept has been around for a long time. At Intelligent Cargo Systems, we would actually describe ourselves as a small data company. Um, we actually look at a very very narrow set of data with a very specific use case. Um, And I think often uh, people assume that you need thousands, hundreds of thousands, millions of data points to uh, uh, to be able to make sensible decisions. And actually, that's not often the case. Um, It's often much more about uh, taking small amounts of data and coming up with insights that are actually useful and getting them in front of people in in a useful way. I think that's where the real challenge lies.
1: Small data in and of itself is not necessarily really a new concept. Uh, In 2016, Martin Lindstrom wrote uh, a book titled Small Data, uh, where he wrote that while big data is about massive data sets that only machines and AI platforms can make heads or tails of, small data in contrast is really about people. It's about data sets that the human mind can understand. And he noted that generally this data is formatted in a way that's accessible and actionable to humans
0: yeah so we've uh in its simplest form all we've done is take the the log books on board the ship which are currently paper and made them digital so uh when a ship comes into port uh for the last how long have we had containers 50 60 years the crew would write out on paper what was happening with the cranes uh overhead um and so they would only perhaps write 100 200 lines uh of uh of information um what we've done is is make that uh, make that information digital um so we've changed the input method um with using a, a smartphone um and then we overlay it against the loading plan for the ship um so we we're taking perhaps two uh two sets of data that are only kilobytes um and and using that to to come up with a prediction of the earliest time the ship could leave I guess the real the real magic in it is that is the way that we then present that information to the right parties, um, and and that's that's where we're able to effect real change, um, because we can we can get the ship out early by informing the right people. So we initially developed this as a tool to improve the lives of the crew on board. Yep, um, and we achieved that, um, but by collecting this very small data set over and over again in um, in the same same ports um, that the ships are visiting, um, we're now able to infer all sorts of other pieces of information, for example, terminal productivity. Um, so we, we talked earlier about uh, perhaps a lack of willingness to share performance data in, in terminals. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we are gathering that data without the terminal's permission um, because we, we gather it from the ship. Uh, and we're able to uh, help a carrier use that data to um, perhaps uh, renegotiate their position with the terminal, um, and to and to inform the terminal when they're dropping below a service level agreement, stuff like that, which previously they've not really been able to do.
1: It's a pretty clear idea or an example of the idea that that data permeates everything. Um, yeah. there's an yeah, idea yeah. of data shadows out there that you know data is 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 peripherally in other systems, like what you're describing, that it's collected um, just through the, the normal uh, transaction of, of everyday business besides yeah. what your systems are designed to, yeah. to, to produce. It's an interesting concept because, of course, we're at a conference talking about data sharing and no one wants to share data. Now, it's at this point in the conversation that Nick and I delved into a much deeper conversation about data sharing or really the lack thereof uh, in maritime logistics, which at first glance isn't really relevant here. Uh, But when reviewing the audio uh, from the interview, it allowed me to consider that data sharing and big data often go hand in hand. Uh, And you come to a point where you realize that perhaps small data offers all industries the ability to work around some of the challenges uh, of sharing data and, and big data. Are you
0: finding pushback? from the terminals um, uh, yes and no I think we've, we've perhaps ruffled some feathers with some terminals uh, but for us it's irrelevant because they they, they can't stop us collecting the data um, and we're finding that it's actually very useful to the carriers so and um, to get that kind of transparent view of what's happening there are some forward-thinking terminals who are um, uh, who are starting to engage with us, um, who actually want to get access to um, their own performance data. It's always interesting to show a terminal operator their own data and for them to have no idea how you got it. Now, before I let
1: Nick off the hook, I asked him what was the greatest lesson he's learned from working with technology
0: in a fairly untechnical industry? That's a great question. Uh, I'm kind of thinking back to large organizations I've worked in in the past where uh, I think a lot of the issues surrounding digital transformation and uh, using new technology are actually cultural um, and and more to do with management processes than to do with the technology itself. Uh, and I think there are a lot of technology projects that uh, make perfect sense um, and they they start but then they peter out because of a lack of engagement um and it, it, that actually really comes down to to change management and i've seen a lot of companies try uh or perhaps stuck on uh you know old very clunky crm systems as an example uh and they have tried and tried and tried to move away from them uh, and know that there are better solutions out there and have paid thousands to consultants to come in and tell them that there are better solutions out there um, and still never been able to do it. Um, And and so I I think uh, while it's great to talk about all these technologies, um, it's really important that we don't miss the human element in all of this. um, And that actually uh, it's it's about engaging people and engaging people uh, to ensure that they know A, that change is necessary and B, how to go about it and how to see it through. I think if you if you don't go in with that attitude, any project, um, unless you're in a very small hipstery startup, um, it, it's just not going to work. I'll save you from the uh, conversation about how Nick and I are
1: both not hipsters um, and we're both not uh, in startup companies. Instead, uh, we're going to leave you today with uh, one final quote from Steinbeck uh, from the same book. For me, it was a small insight into the minds of men or humans. I saw in their eyes something I was to see over and over in every part of the nation. A burning desire to go, to move, to get underway, any place, away from any here, They spoke quietly of how they wanted to go someday to move about free and unanchored, not towards something, but away from something. As always, you can find contact details for our guests as well as links to many of the resources we used in preparing for this episode on the Buzz IT Talk website. Buzz IT Talk is brought to you by Inform. It's produced by Kai Kepner, Louisa Wallendy, and myself, Matthew Wittemeyer. Our post-production is done by the talented Jenny Neustrus, with special help from Sabina Walter, Thomas Bergmans, and Isabel Bunya. Learn more about Buzz IT Talk at buzzittalk.com. Follow us on LinkedIn, Twitter, and Instagram. Or subscribe for regular updates at Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Matthew Wittemeyer. Thanks for listening.